It's about finding, engaging, and continuing the conversation. When you do that, it's amazing how quickly you find common ground. And when you have common ground, the best part of it is you'll learn something. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and I am so excited about today's episode. A few months ago, before COVID-19, we can call that BC, I went to a travel and adventure show in Los Angeles, and at that show, I met Peter Greenberg. And if you don't know who he is, he is the travel detective, CBS uh, news travel editor, and he also has his own podcast, Eye on Travel, um, EYE on Travel. So definitely go check him out. Uh, He's been around a long time, and he's someone that I really look up to in the travel industry and just in general. Like He is a... He's a good person. And uh, at the conference, I asked him what were the three most underrated uh, places to travel to in the world. And his answer uh, first was Greenland, uh, which we do have an episode on kayaking Greenland. Definitely go check it out. Uh, Then he said the Azores, and we don't have an episode on that yet. And then he said St. Helena. And I I had no idea what he was talking about. St. Helena, I don't hear anybody talk about St. Helena. So therefore, very underrated. But it's a tiny, 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 tiny island. And it's very hard to get to. Uh, so right now, many of you have some time on your hands Uh, to do some travel planning and doing your research. And hopefully this can kick off some research about this very remote island west of Africa, east of South America, where, where you can experience a remote community and just like this untouched Uh, nature. I mean, yes, there's a community of people there, but you are going back in time. And there's some really interesting history about this island too. Uh, So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I am beyond elated to have you. You don't even understand. Uh, maybe you do. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I saw you speak at the LA Travel and Adventure Show last weekend and absolutely loved your talk. Well, thank you. Of course. And towards the end, I asked you about the three underrated places around the world to visit. And you replied with Greenland, the Azores, and St. Helena. I did. Yes. And I, I'm so inspired. And I did not even know about St. Helena. And, and I wanted to have an episode for experiences that you should have on St. Helena. 
so I was just curious if you could explain where St. Helena is to our listeners. Sure. Well, first of all, you're not alone when you told me that you didn't know where it was. Most people don't. Uh, it's about 1,200 miles uh, east of Angola and about 1,800 miles west of Brazil. It's smack dab in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the South Atlantic Ocean. It's a British overseas territory. They actually have a governor general. It's one of the oldest British overseas territories. About 4,000 people live there on St. Helena. In fact, they're called saints. And its distinction in history is quite remarkable because this is the island where the British exiled Napoleon. Now, most people think that Napoleon was exiled in Elba. And by the way, he was. Uh, But then he escaped. And he escaped to fight the British at the Battle of Waterloo. And he lost. And he so angered the British at that point, they said, okay, we're now going to send you to a place you can never leave. You'll never be able to escape. And they put him on a boat. And many weeks later, he arrived on St. Helena. He did that in 1815. And the British were right. He got there in 1815. He died there in 1821. It's a fascinating place. There are a lot of things you can do there. Uh, Great geography and topography. Great hiking. uh, Great nature great fishing, uh, and of course, great history. Well, well said. Now you got to visit St. Helena. Uh, When was that? Uh, I went about uh, eight months ago, but keep in mind, anybody can go. Uh, It is the fact that it's isolated doesn't mean it's impossible to get to. Uh, Up until about two years ago, the only people who could get there had to board a Royal Mail ship in Cape Town and sailed for about five days, and that went once a month. And that ship carried everything. It carried food, supplies, the mail, of course. Uh, And it carried the people who lived there as opposed to a spattering of of, of visitors. Uh, About two years ago, they decided they wanted to have an airport. They wanted to enter into the 21st century. And so they spent a lot of money. They not only built an airport, they thought the airport was going to save them, And then they got rid of the Royal Mail ship. Uh, And it's a big airport with only one flight a week. Uh, And uh, if you miss the flight, you're there another week. (laughs) And uh, it's very quite, it's it's really quite simple. Uh, The the flight starts in Johannesburg. It stops for fuel in Windhoek, which is in Namibia, and then continues on to the island of St. Helena. So when you arrived to St. Helena, what was it like stepping off this plane in this very remote island? Well, when the plane lands, as you can imagine, everybody on the island is there to greet you because it's the, it's the big deal of the day. So the guy who's holding the orange cone might be the guy who works at the grocery store. The guy who's handling the baggage uh, might be the guy who works at the post office. Uh, because, remember, it only comes in once a week, so they can, you know, basically leave their day job long enough to welcome the plane. Um, And everybody's happy to see you. You are really welcomed by the people who live there. And uh, needless to say, everybody knows everybody else. So you're not far away from getting answers if you have a question, because first of all, everybody knows a guy who knows a guy, who knows a woman, who knows a guy who knows a woman. So um, it's for a a week-long itinerary, you won't be bored. And most importantly, you'll get to do something that we forgot to do in this country a long time ago, you get to engage in the art of conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well said. Well said. Uh, 
So while you were there, I'm sure you spoke to, to many different people um, and you got to go fishing, I saw. I, I did. And in fact, uh, the person, well, to give you an idea that everybody has more than one job, the guy who owned the small Airbnb, not the Airbnb, the small B&B that we were at, also has a boat. Now, he's not an official charter fishing person. He just happens to have a boat. And he asked me if I wanted to go fishing. So we went down, jumped on the boat, and literally within eight minutes, we were pulling up huge yellowfin tuna, which we then proceeded to clean and sashimi on the deck. It was great. I mean, this is an area that's not overfished. This is not an area that's been overfarmed. It's not an area that's been overpopulated. It does not suffer like so many other destinations in the world from overtourism. Quite the opposite. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. And I do know that the whale sharks uh, come there in the summer months from January to March. Uh, were you there to experience that at all, or were you there outside that season? No, I wasn't there in time to do that. But yes, and the, the beautiful thing about the whale sharks is you get, get in the water with them and you swim with them. We've done that in, uh, in Mexico, as a matter of fact. So yes, anybody, anybody who has an opportunity to do that should jump at the chance. So other than, than fishing and hiking, I mean, really, what was your favorite experience on the island? Or maybe it was fishing or hiking. Well, my favorite experience on the island was going over to Napoleon's house. Mm. Um, and, to, and, they, and they've kept it just the way it was, dating back to 1821. Um, his furniture, his bed, his, uh, the decor, uh, the history, the books, his diaries. Ironically, even though he died there and was buried there, um, the British finally relented many, many years later and allowed them to exhume his body and transport it back to where it is currently buried in Paris. But everything else, including his gravesite, even though he's left the building, is still there in, uh, in St. Helena and well, and well worth a visit. And can anybody go and, and visit this house? You got it. Anybody. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, I know this is a small island, people are wearing multiple hats. Uh, how did you get around on the island while you were there? And how did you figure out your lodging? Well, the lodging is very easy because there are only about four places you can stay, and they're all in, in, the, in the capital of Jamestown. And then, in terms of getting around, well, since everybody knows everybody, it's like, would you like a ride? Sure, hop on. You're not going to be going very far. But you can go. And, uh, and if you want, you can bike. And if you want, there are one or two little ATVs around. So it's, it's not like you have to call a taxi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what about uh, currency and paying for things? Uh, did you have um, access to their currency? Or how, how did that work? Well, credit cards are not easy there. Uh, uh, you, won't, you can pay with a credit card, but you won't find an ATM. That is not going to happen. Uh, so you bring cash for when a credit card doesn't work. Uh, they have their own currency, believe it or not. It's the St. Helena pound. Looks very much like the British pound. In fact, the Queen's on it. Mm. Uh, uh, they, have a, they have a post office there. If you want to send a Christmas card, it's a good idea to send it in July because <laughs> it takes a long time to get there. Um, and, uh, but that's, that's part of the beauty of the place. That's part of the charm of the place. Uh, uh, many many uh, sailors will um, uh, on you know on private sailboats and, and yachts will make a point of stopping in St. Helena just because it's so cool to do it. And so if you go to the bar at night, 
there's a reasonably good chance you'll bump into somebody from Australia who's going around the world or bump into somebody from London who's trying to head down to, uh, to the tip of South America. Uh, it's, uh, you're never going to be at a lack of, uh, of companionship or conversation. I love it. Now, I did hear that St. Helena is going to be uh, getting fiber optic internet there. But while you were there, were you able to get online or do some work remote? The answer is a qualified yes. Uh, we did. It took a while. <laughs> we're not talking, this is not high-speed internet. This is definitely not, not high-speed internet. So, but that's also part of the charm of the place. You don't go there to ramp up. You go there to slow down. I love it. Now, what did you have in your bag? How did you prepare for this trip? Well, I put in my bag what I always put in my bag. Hmm. Uh, I always carry extra batteries. I carry duct tape because it fixes everything. Um, I carry um, a second phone. You always want a second phone. Uh, sometimes I'll even take a third phone. Uh, uh, extra uh Plugs and cords, they're on the British system there, so you better take an adapter. They're not in, you know, they're not in ample supply. Bring your own. Um, and, you know, this is not a, um, this island does not require fashion statements. Uh, a T-shirt will do. Now, was there a local cuisine that you had there other than fresh sashimi on the boat a few minutes into your fishing trip? Well, you know what, believe it or not, there's a Chinese place there. Uh, there's a, um, you know, a, a, an Italian place there. There's a, there's a French place there. Um, but, but remember, with only 4,000 people on the island, uh, you're going to run out of restaurants very quickly. <laughs> um, so uh, ideally, you want to get invited to somebody's house. Yeah. Um, and then the conversation continues. Were you invited to anybody's house? Of course. <laughs> uh, and, that's, and that's part of the, the television show that we did. They were in it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you inspire me. You inspire me. I love how you get with the community. You talk to people. Uh, you you make those connections and you make the magic happen uh, because really it's the experience. And I feel like you are out there talking to the people and and you have these amazing stories to pass on. It's It's truly inspiring. Well, listen, I'm happy to do it. Uh, it's what keeps me going. Uh, and remember what I said to you before. It, it's about finding, engaging, and continuing the conversation. When you do that, it's amazing how quickly you find common ground. And when you have common ground, the best part of it is you'll learn something. That's beautifully, beautifully said. And uh, uh, one final question uh, about yeah. St. Helena is uh, there's only you know 4,000 people there. Um, did you feel that it was a very safe community while you were there? Well, that's the funniest thing of all. Anytime you're living on an island, uh, remember this, there's nowhere to run. So yes. the big, I, I live on an island in New York, and the biggest crime there is bike theft. <laughs> um, and when I was there, the biggest crime was that somebody had, quote-unquote, misappropriated a five-pound dumbbell from the gym, and the police were on the lookout. I think you'd be okay to be there. <laughs>
Uh, that's funny. That's really funny. Uh, so I just, I know there's many uh, female solo travelers out there who do listen to the show. Uh, so we do like to identify that. And, and just something else to note, uh, if someone has limited mobility, maybe they have trouble getting around, maybe they're in a wheelchair, uh, would you find that this is a, a place that would be friendly for uh, uh, someone who has trouble walking or something of that nature? St. Helena is not really attractive for people who have mobility issues or may be considered disabled. Uh, they haven't really learned how to ramp much. It's very old school there, a lot of steps, a lot of hills. So uh, on that one, not high on my recommended list for anybody who's got a, 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 you know, a mobility issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's as great to know. Great to know. Thank you, Peter. Truly. You're very welcome. Thank you. And I just encourage my listeners out there to listen to your podcast, Eye on Travel Podcast, that's done from a different location around the world every week. And just curious, where are you going next? I'm talking to you right now briefly in Los Angeles before I get on a plane tonight to the Caribbean for a television show we're shooting there, then to Atlanta, then to San Antonio, then to New York, and then to Washington, D.C. And that's Everything I've just told you will happen within 10 days. Wow. Wow. Well, I am following you. I'm going to keep up and, uh, and hope to continue the conversation with you in the future. You got it. And thanks again. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have. If you loved this episode and if you would like to hear more about interesting experiences, please subscribe to the show and also check out our website, experiencesyoushouldhave.com. We have very robust show notes on each episode, giving you links, photos, more information, and uh, definitely go check it out. And if you could be very kind to support our indie podcast in sharing this podcast with your friends and family, um, it would be very appreciated. And if you happen to have an iPhone or are listening to this on Apple Podcasts and you love the show, please give us a five-star review. Again, it would truly be appreciated. A lot of time and energy goes into making this podcast as well as money. And um, and I'm not asking for money from anybody. I am just asking for you to share it uh, would be the greatest gift. Uh, I hope you guys are, are doing well out there in the world and look forward to traveling again one day.